Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Hello. Testing one, two, three. Starting your day the right way. It just really gets me going in the morning. Good morning to you. All right. It's the morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff on Pure Country 94. Good morning. It is Thursday. What a weird, what a weird day because it doesn't feel like a Thursday at all. You had a short work week, so everybody's all confused about which weekday it is. The nice thing is, is that when you've got a Monday off, you often feel like it is a day behind the day that it actually is, which ends up being much better if you can follow along, if you've had a sip or two of coffee. (laughs) So it feels like a Wednesday, but it's a Thursday, which is great news is what I'm trying to say. Today is Actors Day. Speaking of which, I'm going to talk about Tom Hanks, who says he's never signed a deal that requires him to do this. I'll tell you what this is coming up in three things. Uh, It's Iguana Awareness Day. Very important to be aware of the iguana and um, their lifestyle. I don't know. It's just Iguana Awareness Day. I actually don't know much about iguanas. Maybe I should read up. It's also International Literacy Day. Hey, there you go. Because I can read, I will learn more about iguanas today. I will I will make that mission for today. And Star Trek Day. For all you Trekkie fans out there, um, I remember thinking that the Millennium Falcon was uh, one of the Star Trek ships, but I was corrected many, many times. Angrily corrected, I might add. Uh, that it is indeed the Starship Enterprise. So, excuse me. I apologize for all my years of ignorance when it comes to Star Trek and Star Trek uh, trivia slash information. Coming up also in three things, going to talk about the fact that uh, it's pumpkin spice season, so you can expect uh, to see lots more of that and that Tom Hanks story I was telling you about. Plus, Jason Aldean's cousin turns out to be, uh, I don't know, one to watch in country music. Those details, too. Jeff's Three Things. Jeff is off today, so I'm taking care of three things. Let's start with pumpkin spice everything. Thanks to um, Google Trends, the top pumpkin spice product, in the States at least, was the pumpkin spice ramen. Apparently, this stuff, if you haven't tried it, is to die for. So, shockingly enough, they're doing it again. Yes, they're doing it again. Cup noodles or cup of noodles. Debuted it last fall. And to be honest, most people figured it was a one-time thing, but people want more. And so, here you go. It's a Walmart exclusive. I'm sure you can get it online. It's going to hit shelves sometime in October. You won't be able to get it in person in stores in Canada. Um, but, man, those crazy Texans just love the love the cup of noodle pumpkin spice ramen. So that is why that's why they've brought it back, I guess, uh, to make those Texans, the Alabamians, Georgians, and Vermontians happy. That's where it's most popular. <laughs> Thing two, who doesn't love a Tom Hanks movie, right? And who doesn't want more? That's just too bad because Tom Hanks does not do sequels. In fact, he has that by design. He says, a smart thing I did is I've never signed a contract that had a contractual obligation to a sequel. He says, guys, if there's a reason to do it, let's do it. But you can't force me. There's that natural inclination that 
one of Pure Commerce says, hey, you you just had a hit, so let's do it again, and you'll have another hit. And he says that's not his thing. He also admitted that years after Forrest Gump came out, they did entertain the idea of a sequel, but the talks only lasted about 40 minutes, and Tom Hanks decided it was a bad idea. And see, this is why Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks, because he knows when enough is enough, and he knows what's good, and he leaves it alone. There are many sequels out there we could have uh, done without, right? And thing three, a finalist on ABC's Claim to Fame, not sure if you've watched this show yet, was revealed to be none other than Jason Aldean's cousin. Logan Crosby on the show is Jason Aldean's cousin, and he was on the finale Tuesday night. Yesterday, Jason tweeted, I'm glad I can finally tell you all to watch my little cousin Logan do his thing. Proud of you, man. Way to represent the family. Apparently, this guy is the next big thing. So watch for Logan Crosby with the... I guess, famous singer-songwriter lineage that he got from his uncle, or cousin, I should say, Jason Aldean. And that is what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Ottawa's Pure Country 94 wants to send you to City Folk Festival this Saturday night to see Tim Hicks. Here's how this works. You got to text me at 949494, standard rate supply. Send me your first and last name and tell me why you want to go see Tim Hicks or how badly you want to see Tim Hicks. You got to send me a little message in there because A, I like reading them and B, well, I like reading them. So send them to me at 949494 again, standard rate supply. Two pairs of tickets to give away this morning as all week long. Good luck again, Saturday night City Folk Festival. Tim Hicks will be there and hopefully you will too. And the winner is... I got to tell you, I do not like the pressure of picking people to win things, especially when all of you have such sweet messages to share. But I got to do the job. So I closed my eyes and picked two winners. Each win a pair of tickets to see Tim Hicks at City Folk Festival this Saturday. We've been doing it all week long. Congratulations to Dan Garneau and Diane Davis. Congratulations to you both. And thank you, everybody, who sent a text with um, some sweet sentiments. There's a lot of people out there who are trying to get their their loved ones out of the house for, for a special night out. I wish I could give tickets to every single one of you. But, Diane, I picked you. Uh, your text ends up saying, I would love to send my daughter, who's a new mom of four month of a four-month-old. She's a big fan. She hasn't been able to go anywhere yet, and I think she needs a night out as much as I would like to go with her. I would send her with her husband, and I will babysit. I love that! You're so sweet, Diane. Oh, that's so nice. Next up, Dan says, I would love to take my wife to see Tim Hicks. She works from home all the time every day of the week, and I would love to take her out for the evening. Please, oh, please, oh, please pick me, pick me, pick me. Have a great day. Love you guys. (laughs) Dan, you're a thoughtful, sweet husband. Congratulations to both of you guys. You're going out on Saturday night to see Tim Hicks at City Folk Festival. Don't worry, don't worry. I'll have two more chances for you tomorrow. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. Now it's time to play everybody's favorite game, Who Said That? That's right. Ottawa Comic-Con is back after a two-year hiatus. We want to send you there where the deluxe three-day passes. You'll get two of those if you can identify who said that. And all week long, it's either a comic book, hero, or villain. If you think you know after I play the clip, call me at 613-750-9494. It'll be starting with caller number 10. Yesterday was tough. It was Thor. And we had a few people miss it. 
couldn't recognize his voice. Before that was Iron Man, so who's it gonna be today? I guess we're just gonna have to wait to find out. Here you go, here is your clip. As a man, I'm flesh and blood. I can be ignored, I can be destroyed, but as a symbol, as a symbol, I can be incorruptible. Oh, okay. Pretty intense guy. Who is he? 613-750-9494. Caller number 10. We'll start with you. And if you can identify who said that, you've got a pair of deluxe three-day passes to Ottawa Comic-Con this weekend. One more time. As a man, I'm flesh and blood. I can be ignored. I can be destroyed. But as a symbol, as a symbol, I can be incorruptible. <laughs> Good luck. Now it's time to play everybody's favorite game, Who Said That? Art Weston, are you a fan of Comic-Con? Never been there. Okay, it is a good time, and after two years of not being able to make it, Ottawa Comic-Con is back, and you have a chance for a pair of deluxe three-day passes. If you can identify who said that. As a man, I'm flesh and blood. I can be ignored. I can be destroyed, but as a symbol... As a symbol, I can be incorruptible. Which comic book hero or villain was it? Well, that's a hero. That's Batman. Batman! Yes! Do you think Christian Bale was the best Batman? Definitely. I also think so. I agree. George Clooney was pretty good. Michael Keaton was very good as well. But I don't know. Something about Christian Bale. He really took the cake, eh? Yeah, he did. He was, uh, yeah, he, he made the role. All right. Well, you know what? I'm not sure that Christian Bale is going to be there, <laughs> but you're going to have a good time at Ottawa Comic Con nonetheless with a pair of deluxe three day passes. Good job. Great. Thanks a lot. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Up for grabs, 100 bucks in Lotto Max vouchers. If you can guess today's useless question correctly first, you can. Text it to 94-94-94 standard rate supply or call the answer in. 8% of us, or sorry, 8% of people, I should say, do this every day with their significant other. Only 8%, which is surprising. If you want to call it in, 613-750-9494. of people do this every single day with their significant other. What is the answer? Hmm. We'll see if you can get it today. You know, we do try to stump you on a regular, but it doesn't always work because you're very good at this. Again, 8% of people do this every day with their significant other. If you think you know what it is, please feel free to share. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Today's useless question is 8% of people do this every day with their significant other. Okay, that's some really good guesses. Let's see, including Kiss. Watch TV, carpool, shower. Okay, every day with your significant... I guess only 8%, so that makes sense. Go for a walk, have coffee, say I love you, eat dinner. Okay, so keep in mind, only 8%. Only 8%. So if this is something you think you should probably do every day, it's likely that most couples do. Like say I love you or kiss good morning. The showering one was good, because who has time for that? <laughs> 94-94-94 standard rate supply. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. 8% of people do this every day with their significant other. Now, I mentioned it's only 8%, so you got to think about something that you wouldn't necessarily want to do or think to do every single day. Looks like sleep in different beds is a popular guess. 
Vanessa says, haha, I didn't hear the question yet, but does it have sex? <laughs> no. It's not work together, make the bed together. It's not cook. Now, I did get the correct answer, but some honorable mentions include have a conversation, exercise, pray, brush their teeth, and hug. 8% of people do this every day with their significant others. Some of this is making me kind of sad, actually. The correct answer is argue. And the first person to get it was Corey Giroux. Congratulations, 100 bucks in Lotto Max vouchers for you, Corey. Yes, argue. 8% of people do this every day with their significant other. I gotta tell you, I am happy that it's only 8% because sometimes it feels like it could be more, but no. And I guess, I guess if you're not arguing at all, then that's also not a good thing. Here are the stats on this. In case you're wondering, you're in a relationship, how often should we be arguing? What's healthy, what's not? 11% of people say they argue multiple times a week with their significant other. But most people say it's about uh, it's about a few times a month. Okay, so, you know, every couple of weeks. 16% of people say they argue once a year or less, which, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know about that. That, that seems like not enough arguing. <laughs> It almost seems like you don't care at that point. You know what I mean? The most common things couples argue about, tone of voice or attitude, money, communication styles, household chores, family, the amount of quality time spent together. And this might not be surprising to you, but older couples are more likely to fight over attitude and communication, while younger couples are more likely to fight over substantive issues like money, life decisions, sex, parenting, jealousy. Does that apply to you? Have you noticed this? Are you an older couple or a younger couple? Does that actually, does that relate to you in any way? Despite all the arguing, let's talk about some good news. A new study found out that being married is actually a good thing. Now, I'm not sure if you're fighting every day, you might want to rethink this, but being married can reduce your chances of an early death by 20%. Now, hey, that's pretty good stuff. The study didn't explain the correlation, but researchers speculate it could have something to do with two heads being better than one when it comes to things like health, medical treatment, and even money. Sometimes having that support or someone next to you doing the same things or helping you out actually reduces stress. So if you're not one of the 8% of couples that fight every day, looks like you're on the right track. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Go hop onto our socials, Ottawa's Pure Country 94. The Therapy Thursday is up. What do you do when you're concerned about your friends? And how do you know when to speak up and when to stay out? That's today's Therapy Thursday. It's coming up on the morning pickup. Is this some radical new therapy? Welcome to Therapy Thursdays with the morning pickup. Here we go. Concerned friends in Ottawa have written to the morning pickup and are looking for your help on today's Therapy Thursday. Dear Sophie and Jeff, we're worried about my friend's husband. They got married young and she's becoming more controlling as time goes on. It started with him not being allowed to go anywhere without her. Then he needed permission to buy or do anything with friends, including things we do every year, like hunting. She won't even let him play video games or use his own truck. Now that they have a child, it's gotten even worse. She won't let their son spend time with our friends' parents. She's also very controlling with her own friends' lives. I'm worried she's going to hurt her relationship, not only with friends, but husbands, family, and son. Should we confront her or just stay quiet? Concerned friends in Ottawa. Now, this is tricky because you're worried about your friend's husband. So you're not friends with the husband. You're friends with the friend first. 
but you're worried about the husband. Whoo, that's tricky. How do you know when to speak up and when to stay out? First of all, I definitely wouldn't uh, tackle this as a as a team at all. Uh, definitely not. I would I would have one of you have a discussion with one of them, um, and maybe we can figure that out as we go. But I would say it depends on. You're saying we're worried about my friend, so I'm assuming that this person, the wife, is a friend of yours. You being also the wife? I'm not sure. It depends on whose friend it is. Like, is it your husband's friend or your friend? And that, I think, is a good start when approaching the person that is doing the damage. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't approach the husband just yet. You'd want to talk to her first. Do you see what I'm saying? I need a little bit of help here. Jeff's not here. And so uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of out on the lurch with this one. Already got some comments, though, on Facebook. Uh, looks like we've got another Sophie who says this is a hard one. Being me, I would say something to him. He's the only one who can either try and fix the situation or get out of it. Yeah, see, I I wouldn't want to put ideas in his head is the only thing I would talk to her first. But that's just me. Jennifer says. Uh, on this one, I think you need to stay out of it. The most you can do is speak to her husband and make sure he's okay. He may know things you don't. Ultimately, they are adults, and unless she's harming someone, it's their life to live. Okay, so I'm going to try and... I'm going to try to put myself in this situation, which I uh, I have had similar experiences where I've been concerned... Uh, for my friends in certain situations, not for their partners, their respective partners, but for them, which makes it a little bit easier because if your friend is the person you're worried about, then you can easily talk to them, uh, which I definitely have had conversations. But when it comes to talking to the perpetrator, if you're not friends with the perpetrator, then that makes things very difficult. Does that make any sense? Are you following what I'm what I'm trying to say? Chantal says, stay out of it. They're both mature adults. If the husband wasn't happy, he could easily leave. Maybe that's how he likes it, being controlled. Okay. I guess I'm of the mind, like, yeah, you don't want to stick your nose in other people's business. That's definitely not something that uh, we should be encouraging. However, when you care about someone or you're close to someone, isn't it sort of, like, isn't it part of your job to to speak up when they're, when you're when you care about someone's well-being? You know, are we all just going to sit around and, like, let people just handle their own things? I I don't know. I I feel like that's not the right thing to do either. But maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Let me know what you think. I need your help. And so do I. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. It's a Therapy Thursday here on The Morning Pickup. We got concerned friends from Ottawa who have written to the show saying uh, her friend's husband or their friend's husband, I should say. I don't know if it's – I don't know who's writing us, whether it's the uh, wife or the husband or – I have no idea, but uh, they're saying they're worried about their friend personally who got married young um, and uh, has become more controlling towards her husband. So she's the friend and she's being she's being the meanie uh, and they're concerned for her husband, who they, I guess, know through the marriage. Um, And this is a pattern that is going on throughout different facets. Apparently, other friends are being controlled. The son is being controlled. You can find the email up on our socials. Going to need your help on this one. A lot of people saying stay out of it. I'm sort of on the fence. I think that when you have close friendships with people, it's kind of part of your duty as a friend to speak up when you're really 
concerned. Like, if you're really concerned that this is affecting his well-being or mental health, then, you know, I really do think it's your responsibility as somebody in this person's life who cares about the well-being of the of the family to say something, although you would have to be very careful about how you say it. I know that, you know, sometimes my friends and I stick our noses in each other's business and it's not coming from a bad place. It's only because we love each other and, and we want the best for each other. And I think that if you're good friends, you give each other a pass once in a while, you know? But to just turn your head and pretend like nothing's happening, I don't know. For me, it doesn't sound like the right thing to do. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Therapy Thursday on the morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Jeff is away today and got an email from concerned friends in Ottawa who say we're worried about my friend's husband. They got married young, and she's becoming more controlling as time goes on. She won't let him play video games or use his own truck. Now that they have a child, it's gotten worse. She won't even let their son spend time with our friend's parents. She's also very controlling with her own friend's lives. I'm worried she's going to hurt her relationship, not only with her friends, but her husband's family and son. Should we confront her or just stay quiet? That is the question. And turns out you've got quite a bit to say about this. So let's start with uh, a few texts because I've already read some Facebook messages and you can leave comments uh, on our socials as well. This text says, if this was a man doing it to a woman, all commenters uh, would say abuse. This guy might not see that he's in a controlling situation since it happened over time. Someone should she- should see if he's okay. Another text says, if you're concerned, it's because you're picturing yourself in the situation. It is not your situation. If her controlling ways has affected the relationship you have with her, then you have grounds to speak up. Don't take someone else's relationship personally. Okay. I sort of, like, I I, um, I respect that opinion. I respectfully disagree that, you know, I, just because it's not my situation doesn't mean that, you know, as a concerned friend or as somebody who cares about the well-being of someone else, don't have, uh, you know, a reason to speak up. That doesn't mean that, you know, my friend is going to do anything about it, but here I am, and I just want to let you know that I love you and care about you, and I'm a little worried about how this is going. And I think that as a friend... It is my responsibility and duty to come up and say, otherwise, I'm just otherwise, what's the point? Like, am I not? I'm just someone at the grocery store who's turning their head and going, it's not my business. I don't know them. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the point of being a friend if if you're not going to take that extra step? I got a text here with somebody who actually agrees and says, we have a responsibility as friends to speak up when we see something concerning. If it were me, I'd talk to my friend and see if she has a reason for being controlling and point out that it may not be the best course of action. We can't do much more than give our two cents and let her know that uh, this is going on and we're noticing. So she has an opportunity to change or not. That part is up to her. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Yeah, who knows what she's going to do with it. But what what if something's going on with her, which is something else that people are bringing up? Um, if this is behavior that has been changing over the course of time maybe something happened or maybe she's going through something or there's there's more to the story which is also concerning right here's a text that says i think you could start by asking your friend if they're okay just because you don't know what happens behind closed doors who knows maybe something's going on at home and she hasn't spoken to anybody about it and that's causing her to behave this way uh so to that point maybe she's got something going on as a friend I think you should say something. And if this is something that you've noticed and you care about this person and you're concerned for her relationships and you see that, like, you're being weird, then if you don't talk, like, who does she have if she doesn't have you? That's sort of my take on it. But, again, 
this is what we're doing. We're having a discussion, open to all opinions. A lot of people saying stay out of it, so maybe I'm out to lunch. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Chantel of Ottawa, it's time to see if you're smarter than a third grader. Okay. <laughs> We're celebrating back to school, and we've already been to grade one and two with no $1,000 giveaway. That leaves it on the table for you. We'll see if you can do it. 10 questions, 60 seconds to answer them all correctly. If you do, you'll get 1000 bucks. If you don't, you get $10 for each right answer. You can pass if there's time at the end. I'll go back to the question you passed on. First answer you give us is the one we have to accept. Again, it is all third grade related questions. Chantelle, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. In three, two, one. What is the name of the first planet from the sun? What is the first element on the periodic table? Iron. Who invented the telephone? Uh, Alexander Bell. What letters make up the Roman numeral for 11? I. Which Greek god was the god of war? Uh, Thor. How many years in a millennium? 10. What is the rarest blood type in humans? AB, uh, AB negative, o, o positive, or A positive? Uh, o negative. Okay. Uh, who painted the Mona Lisa? Picasso, Da Vinci, or Monet? Da Vinci. How many valves are in the human heart? Four. Where in the human body is the larynx? Next. Uh, what is the name of the first planet from the sun? Mercury. Mercury. Okay, and I don't think you passed on anything else. Woo, got that in on time. Stumbled through that one question. <laughs> Chantel, are you smarter than a third grader? What do you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's find out. What is the name of the first planet from the sun? You passed and then said Mercury. Congratulations. That's right. What is the first element on the periodic table? You said iron. It's hydrogen. <laughs> Who invented the telephone? You went with Alexander Bell. That's correct. It's Alexander Graham Bell, but good enough. What letters make up the Roman numeral for 11? You said I, it's X-I. Which Greek god was the god of war? I love that you said Thor, because, I mean Thor, why not, right? It's Ares, or Ares. How many years are in a millennium? You said 10, it's 1,000. What's the rarest blood type in humans? A, B, negative, O, positive, or A, positive? You said O, negative, which wasn't an option. (laughs) It's A, B, negative is the rarest. Who painted the Mona Lisa? You know it was Da Vinci. How many valves in the human heart? Yes, four. Where in the human body is the larynx? You said the neck. It's the throat, but I guess the throat is in the neck, so I'll give you that one, okay? Okay. 50 bucks. All right, well, you're you're in the third grade. We'll say that. Okay. <laughs> Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute. Tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup. One, two, three. Jeff's three things. Jeff is away today. I'm taking care of three things. Let's start with thing one. Blake Shelton will hit the road in February for an arena tour. Now, right now, he only has some U.S. dates. I don't know what his problem is. He does not come to Canada, and I I just don't know what that's about. I would love to write him a strongly worded email and say, hey, what is the deal? Blake Shelton, it's called the Back to the Honky Tonk Tour. And get this, he is taking Carly Pierce with him and Jackson Dean. Now, Jackson Dean is a newcomer who is uh, really, like, up and coming. So people are tapping him for their tours. I do believe he's also going to be on Hardy's tour in the winter. 
So we're going to be seeing more of this Jackson Dean and Carly Pierce. I mean, everybody wants her on tour because she's fantastic. So uh, it is possible that additional dates are going to be tacked on. But right now, there's only a few in the U.S. So fingers crossed. Maybe if we all put it in the universe, Blake Shelton will come here at some point. Right? Thing two. The rules are changing when it comes to flying, and it's meant to benefit you, the passenger. Starting today, airlines will be on the hook for a full refund if passengers cannot be rebooked on another available flight within 48 hours of the original flight. Previously, airlines were only required to refund if the reason for the cancellation was under their control. Now... Refunds will happen even if those cancellations or delays are not the fault of the airline. The expanded rules will cover other issues like weather delays and labor disputes. Over in the U.S., their rules are also changing. They're introducing a new airline dashboard to give passengers easy access to information about services that U.S. airlines provide, like your flight being canceled or delayed. Uh, Easily able to quickly check if you qualify for a free room or meal vouchers, that kind of thing to make your travel a little easier. That dashboard can be downloaded For when you don't have Wi-Fi, it includes 10 popular airlines. Apparently, the most protection right now is offered by United, JetBlue, Hawaiian, Delta, and American Airlines. And thing three, a new study of over 100,000 women suggests that women who exercise more than average reduce their risk of breast cancer by 41%. Astonishing numbers. Researchers claim exercise keeps hormones in balance and lowers body weight. More widespread adoption of active lifestyles may reduce the burden from the most common cancer in women. And this is according to the British Journal of Sports Medicine. They suggest all adults should do at least two and a half hours of exercise per week. Doctors, however, recommend seeing your general practitioner if you notice any unusual changes in your breasts. But... Exercising more than average will help reduce your risk of breast cancer by an astonishing 41%. That is some good news, and that is what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Yeah, they can't solve their own problems, so they'll try to solve yours. Therapy Thursdays on the morning pickup. Today's Therapy Thursday comes from concerned friends in Ottawa who wrote to our show and say they're worried about their friend's husband. The two of them got married young, and she has become more controlling as time goes on, and she's the friend. It started with her husband not being allowed to go anywhere without her. Then he needed permission to buy or do anything with friends, including things that they do every year, like hunting. So these are traditions they've had for a long time. Um, The email says that this person won't even let her husband play video games or use his own truck. Now that they have a kid, it's getting worse. And these friends are concerned about her relationship with her friends, her husband, her family, So asking whether they should confront her or stay quiet. And boy, oh boy, are we split down the middle on this one today? Here's a text that says, what are friends for if not to be there for each other? Expressing your feelings to him will either give him the opportunity to vent or he can say, I don't see it that way. Either way, you should show them you care. Now, don't forget, the husband is not the friend. The mutual friend is the perpetrator in this situation. Uh, A text here says, I was in the exact same situation with my ex-wife many years ago, and it wasn't until a friend confronted me that I woke up and realized and got out. Another text says, this sounds like a mental or emotional abusive relationship. If the tables were turned, everyone would tell her to run. She needs therapy, and so does the husband and or kid. Make sure everyone is okay and to get help. So many men end up in abusive relationships, and no one believes them. Anyone can be an abuser, whether it's a man or a woman. Now, I... uh, 
I was saying that as a friend, I would definitely say something like if you're concerned, it is it, it, I anyway, this is just my opinion. I feel like if if there's a concern that it is your duty as the friend as somebody who cares about the well-being of this person and their family to step up and say something. A lot of people are saying it's none of your business, don't say anything. And there are uh, extents of that that I agree with. You're not supposed to stick your nose in other people's business. However, there's a difference between you and the person standing next to you at the grocery store. You are invested in this person's friendship, in this person's life. You have a relationship with them, possibly with their family, with their children. So it is important that you separate yourself from the randos that are walking around who are actually, uh, you know, not concerned with what your friend or husband is, friend's husband is going through. So keep that in mind. Um, Let's see here on Facebook, uh, Chantel or Chanel, sorry, says all of this is controlling behavior and it might be coming from a place of anxiety and stress where her friend is trying to control areas of her life. I check in with the friend to see how she's doing and how she's actually handling life. Maybe she is struggling herself and that is a reflection of her behavior. She might not realize how she's acting and it's actually and how it's actually affecting her husband and child. I would definitely talk to her before her husband potentially leaves brokenhearted. Uh, Chanel, I think that's great advice. Pamela says maybe he cheated and she doesn't want to make it public knowledge. That's all. That's always an option, I guess. Sarah says, I think there's likely much more to this situation than the friend knows. Uh, none of us know what happens behind closed doors. If he's staying and agreeing to her demands, perhaps there were causes leading to this behavior, lying, cheating. But it sounds like control, jealousy and abuse. If the roles were reversed, everyone would be screaming to, for her to get out. It's not healthy, positive or fulfilling. Patricia says, if the tables were turned again, and this was your friend talking about you, would you want to be told about it? And would you want to be confronted? Now, that's a very interesting way to, to think about this. If someone was um, taking advantage of you and you didn't realize it, would you, would you hope that someone else around you cared enough about it to speak up for you? Sometimes it's nice to know that people have your back, right? Tori says, I'm very blunt. I would say something to my friends. I usually call them out on their you-know-what. There you go. That is uh, our Therapy Thursday. I think there is a lot of really good advice here. What are you going to do? Concerned friends in Ottawa would love to hear an update. Are you going to confront the husband or are you going to confront your friend? I suggest you confront your friend and I suggest you do it one at a time. I don't think that that you and your partner should sit her down and have a discussion. I think that whoever's closest with her should, should have that discussion. And don't make it accusatory. Just... Come from a place of love. Always from a place of love. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. The podcast. And the winner is... Hello? Good morning. Is Morgan Barkley available? Speaking. Morgan, it's Sophie calling from Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. What you doing? I'm just at work. <laughs> Where do you work? I work at a law firm. Oh, oh, so it's very serious over there. Yeah, well, I could hear somebody's phone ringing and my coworker beside me has the same ringtone. I was like, is that you? She's like, no. So I like looked in my purse and it was my phone. I, I saw like the CKKL. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's a good thing you answered because I've got some news for you. What's up? Well, have you ever been on a shopping spree? No. You're going now. You just got 500 bucks to gear up at Cabela's. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god, that's awesome. What are you gonna get? I don't I don't know. I know my boyfriend like duck hunting is coming up soon, so Ah, oh my gosh. Five hundred bucks to Cabela's can definitely gear you up for that. Oh my god, thank you so much. (laughs) Morgan, congratulations and thanks for listening. Oh my god, thank you so much. I love playing Santa Claus. It's so much fun. If you want to win a $500 shopping spree to gear up at Cabela's, all you have to do is listen for the code words just like Morgan did and enter them through text at 949494. We are giving away a $500 gift card every single weekday morning here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. All the details at purecountry94.ca. Keep listening. Your next code word is coming up at 10. Good luck. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Jeff is off today, so I've got three things coming up. We'll talk about Queen Elizabeth, who is currently under uh, doctor's orders and being monitored for her health. I'll give you an update on that. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about the wasp situation in Ottawa. Have you noticed an uptick in those? Yeah, you're not alone. And we'll find out which kids show is making a return to Netflix It could be exciting or it could be nightmare-inducing. It depends on how you look at it. Jeff's three things. Jeff is off today, so I'm taking care of three things. Let's start with thing number one. Queen Elizabeth II. Her health has appeared to be deteriorating this week specifically. And this morning, Buckingham Palace made the announcement that she's been placed under medical supervision and her doctors are concerned about her health. She's 96 years old. She has not been hospitalized, but she does remain at Balmoral Castle. That's her estate in the Scottish Highlands. The palace has released a statement saying, uh, following further evaluation this morning, the Queen's doctors are concerned for Her Majesty's health, and we have recommended that she remain under medical supervision. Uh, So she has canceled all her virtual meetings with uh, members of her council under her doctor's advice to rest. Keep listening and watching our socials. Pure Country will continue to update you as details come in. Uh, This is a pretty big deal. But, you know, 96 years old, uh, it's one of these things that's sort of been looming for people. So um, hopefully she's okay, but she is in good hands. Thing number two, have you noticed an uptick in wasps and yellow jackets hanging around? Yeah, everyone has. Apparently they're worse this year than others. According to local pest control, this time of year is common for that because they change their feeding habits. They go from sugars all summer long, feeding on your gardens, all the nice flowers. And then once everything starts to fade away, they change their pattern to protein. I didn't know this. Wasps spend most of the summer eating sugar and then they turn to burgers and things like the things that we eat. Isn't that weird? Don't touch my burger. Get your own. People trying to enjoy their lunch here in the Byward Market, having like complaints about swarms of wasps and yellow jackets around them. They're experiencing this. Local pest control companies have been getting way more calls than usual. They suggest to help eliminate the amount of wasps flying around your area. Keep it clear of food sources if you can. And while there are some products you can buy, you should call a professional pest removal company, especially if you're allergic. And thing three. How Netflix is bringing some classics back. You probably haven't heard this in a while. Teletubbies. Oh, yeah. Tinky, Winky, Dipsy, Lala, and Poe. Mm-hmm. You will be hearing those names again because Netflix is rebooting Teletubbies. 
It premieres November 14th, and it looks like the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt narrator uh, is going to be, or sorry, the guy from the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is going to narrate the entire thing. Uh, the original British series aired from 1997 to 2001. It was revived in 2015 to 2018, and now once again, they are bringing it straight out of the ground, and well, who knows? But that whole thing freaked me out. That's what you need to know. Selfie and Jeff. The podcast. You know, we've partnered with the Ottawa Heart Institute Foundation for something called Jump In. And it's all in support of women's heart health. Did you know that cardiovascular disease is a major problem among women? In fact, one in three women die from cardiovascular disease. And it can be prevented with a healthy diet and exercise. And so, in support of the research and the resources to help women's heart health, we are asking you to jump in. It's super simple. All you have to do is do 30 minutes of activity for 30 days. That's it. That's all we're asking. If you'd like to get inspired, you can go to purecountry94.ca. You can make a donation. You can find other events and activities that you can do to join in. But it's all in support of women's heart health. I'm super proud of Jeff, by the way, who is uh, doing 30 minutes of physical activity for 30 days straight because he is uh, a big supporter of women's heart health. He does work with a lot of women, and we do all need to be healthy to to make sure he's okay. (laughs) So I'm super proud of him. You can follow his journey. He's been posting it on socials. But for serious... It is really important that we keep ourselves healthy, and it's easy to do that if you get ahead of the problem. And this is one way to do it. Make sure you're using the hashtag jump in for women's heart health. Post it, share it, make a donation, invite your friends, invite your family so we can support women's health and help kill cardiovascular disease. You can find more, like I said, at purecountry94.ca. All the details are there. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. We are joined this morning by special guest Cliff Caparelli. You are the program director of Ottawa Comic Con. Hello. Hi, welcome. So we're excited because you guys have been on an unwanted hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) Three and a half years. Oh my goodness. So how does it feel to be back? It feels fantastic. Last night we went to go check out the basic setup that they have in the UI center and it just felt great. We're like, oh my God, it feels like we're back home. Like we almost never left, but we know it feels like 17 years. Amazing. At the EY Center, Ottawa Comic Con is happening over the course of three days, starting Friday all the way through Sunday. Correct. And why don't you tell us a little bit about what to expect? Because I know there are going to be some very special guests, some comic book creators. Yep. The comic book creator I'm most excited to meet uh, is Gail Simone. She wrote uh, Batgirl and and several other comics. You know, she's she's like a queen in the in the writing world. Yep. So very excited to meet her. But we also have on the celebrity side, the one that I think I recommend for people to definitely go check out is Carrie Elves, okay. who played uh, uh, in The Princess Bride. He's also played in The X-Files. But most recently, Stranger Things. That's huge. That is huge. It's a, it's a little bit of a show. It's a little show, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I expect uh, thousands of people to be dressed up as Eddie from uh, Stranger Things. I love it. <laughs> you've got celebrities on stage for Q&As, autograph sessions. You've got workshops, game zones. Yeah, so we have a game zone for uh, RPG, for role-playing games that with little oh. miniatures. So there's a little setup that they that we have there. It's all the, the geekdom of entertainment uh, <laughs> that you can imagine. That sounds like so much fun. Happening at the EY Center, it is Ottawa Comic Con. Now you can also buy merchandise and shop there. We have uh, like the retailer area, things that you can't really find 
in regular stores. Yeah, maybe you can find online, but here you see it in person. Yeah. We have um, food trucks. Everybody seems to be very excited about the food trucks yeah. that we have in our eating area, which is in the back. Every time I'm talking about food trucks, people are like, oh, food trucks. <laughs> Yeah, what food trucks? <laughs> I'm like, yes, but we also have Georges St. Pierre coming. Yeah, but is there food trucks? <laughs> I don't think that you could ask for any more. You've got uh, Georges St. Pierre and food trucks I know, at the right? same time. <laughs> Can uh, we get Georges St. Pierre at the food truck yeah, yeah, handing for the out photo the food. ops? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, we're looking forward to the EY Center hosting Ottawa Comic Con 2022. want to thank you, Cliff, for joining us. Uh, where can you go for all the details? OttawaComicCon.com, mm-hmm. and you can buy your tickets there. You have the schedule that's listed there. You have all the attractions, the list of the guests, and the, and the app gives you everything that you need okay. for the schedules. Awesome. We can't wait. Oh, I'm just seeing that James Marsters from Buffy the Vampire Slayer is going to oh, be there. Oh, <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> all right. Enjoy the weekend, and good luck. I hope you have a great turnout. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. First of all, I want to thank Cliff Caparelli, the program director of Ottawa Comic-Con, for dropping by to tell us about the exciting return of Ottawa Comic-Con this weekend. We've been giving away three-day deluxe passes all week here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Congratulations to Art Weston. Uh, He will be heading over there this weekend. If you want a chance to win, you'll have another shot tomorrow with... Who said that? Another clip of a famous comic book hero or villain. We gave away Tim Hicks tickets nice and early this morning. He will be at City Folk Festival on Saturday night. Diane Davis and Dan Garneau are both going on a date night separately with their respective partners. In fact, Diane says that she will be babysitting her daughter's newborn so that she can have a night out, which is very, very sweet. Congratulations to Corey Giroux, who was the winner of today's useless question and 100 bucks in Lotto Max vouchers. 8% of people do this every single day. The answer? Argue. Thankfully, it's only 8%, so it's really not that bad. Most people admit that they argue with their significant other. However, only 8% do it every single day. People fight about things like tone of voice or attitude, money, communication styles, household chores, family, quality time, that kind of thing. Here's interesting stats, though, that older couples are more likely to fight about attitude and communication, while younger couples are more likely to fight over money, sex, parenting, jealousy, that kind of thing. Part of this is that they did a separate study that said, despite all the arguing, they found that being married is a good thing and can reduce your chances of an early death by 20 percent. There you go. So the next time you look at your significant other and say, you're going to be the death of me, that might actually be statistically incorrect. <laughs> what else did we learn today? A couple, uh, couple things. Tom Hanks refuses to do sequels. In fact, uh, it's not something that he ever signs in a contract because he just doesn't believe in them. We're going to see some changes to being a passenger on airlines. Starting today, airlines will be on the hook for a full refund if passengers can't be rebooked on other available flights within 48 hours. You can find the details in our news section at purecountry94.ca. You're going to find some changes in the U.S. as well. They're going to have uh, a special dashboard that passengers can use when they don't have Wi-Fi, which includes all the information that you would need in your travels. Plus, some extras like free rooms or meal vouchers that you're eligible for. United, JetBlue, Hawaiian, Delta, and American Airlines all have the best deals on that. We found out that you can cut your risk by breast cancer by 41% just by exercising more than average. They did a new study in the British Journal of Sports Medicine saying that active lifestyles may reduce the burden for the most cancer, common cancers in women. 
That's very, very good news. And, of course, Queen Elizabeth II, unfortunately, not doing so great. She has been to she's been advised to rest a doctor's orders. The palace has released a statement saying uh, that after further evaluation, the queen's doctors are concerned for her majesty's health and have recommended that she remain under medical supervision. She is not in hospital. She is at Balmoral Castle. That is in the Scottish Highlands. So she is well taken care of right now. Uh, We will keep you updated, of course, as best we can. And I think that about does it. Gear Up at Cabela's continues. Congratulations to Morgan, today's $500 gift card winner. We'll do it again tomorrow. Keep listening for those code words. Your next one happens at 10. That's five minutes away. I'll see you on an FML Friday. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.